Hi, this is Jeff Stone of Grandpa's Fried Barbecue from the Panhandle of Florida. And you are listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the, in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? We ate two feet before we nursed. But listen, Laverne, shit face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. And just like that, we are into the second hour. You have found the Barbecue Central Show. Congratulations to you. If you've missed the first hour, fear not. The show is being recorded at the very same time as you hear it live. If you are hearing it live, and then it will be reproduced to you in podcast form starting in about an hour and 55 minutes from now. That will be hour number one. You can check it out on Wednesday. And you can get the second hour, which is this hour, Thursday. How about that? Still to come on this show tonight, Rocky Stubblefield from Stubbs Famous Barbecue. Don't forget, you can follow me socially on Twitter and Instagram at BBQ Central Show. Also on Facebook slash BBQ Central Show there. There's also a live video feed on Facebook. There's also a live video feed over on YouTube Live. We also have an audio stream only going on over at TuneIn.com. So we are available live however you would like to do it, on Facebook, on YouTube. If you don't want to look at me at all, which I certainly get, you just want to get the audio feed and hear the show. I was It was originally meant to be a radio show. I'm doing air quotes. Then get it through TuneIn. All you have to do is go to my website, and at the very top, you see three big blocks that say YouTube Live and Facebook Live and Audio Stream. Uh, Live audio stream is your first one. YouTube live is the middle. Facebook live is the far right. Three big blocks right there at the top before the posts start listing in chronological order. So if you've ever wanted to just hear the show and never watch the show, pick the live audio stream. Save that to your browser. Download the TuneIn app and then save the Barbecue Central Show's audio channel. It's great. You'll love it. Uh, I did find the information on the Hartville Hardware 2019 Grill Fest. That is Saturday, September 21st, and I will be your master of ceremonies. Currently, Danielle Bennett will be the Traeger representative, and she'll be doing some live demos there. A couple other people that I am not intimately familiar with, uh, Lisa Delgado will be on the Big Green Egg, and... uh, At the time of this email, which was roughly a month ago, there was no Weber Chef confirmation, but there was one pending. Maybe I can con Kevin Coleman into getting the reins and heading there. We could have Kevin and Diva Q and myself. It would be like an old little family reunion right there in Hartville Hardware, which is the world's largest hardware store, by the way. So if you're going to be around the... Uh, and this is a big general Cleveland area, but general Cleveland area. Anybody have a score on the All-Star game, by the way? If you're going to be around the general Cleveland area, and Hartville's a good hour south and then due east after that, and you want to check out the world's largest hardware store, they have a huge 3,000-square-foot grilling facility with a bunch of different manufacturers there, a lot of accessories, a lot of specialty sauces, really cool place. I've emceed there once before, and then... The year before I emceed, I also was a uh, competitor on the ribs thing. I actually still have the ribs results here from 2016 Grill Fest. I was contestant number 10, and I finished somewhere in the middle of the pack. I uh, finished uh, uh, 365 points out of 500 points. It was totally ripped. I want to get back into it because I had to go to a therapist after dealing with such crushing heartbreak. But if you want to see me live and in person doing like impromptu interviews with these demo 
pit masters and chefs or whatever they build themselves as. And you want to check out the Grill Fest for Hardfill Hardware on September 21st. I believe it's free to attend if you want to show up. There's probably a competition of some sort, which I'm not too familiar with at the moment, but I will share more of those details with you. So, you know, hey, if you're within a couple hours, you want to hang out with the Ramps on a weekend, man, let's do this. Let's do it. I would love it. Uh, coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less this coming Friday, we have, believe it or not, folks, I'm not even kidding when I say this, episode 8-0. Whoa. Episode 80 is on the docket for this coming Friday as we journey back to May 2014. Two guests. First time we ever had cookbook author extraordinaire and Weber cookbook author extraordinaire to boot. Jamie Purviance on the show. First time he ever appeared was May 2014. So you get to hear what that very first interview and meeting between Jamie and I sounded like. Also, believe it or not, this was a show where I got a phone call from none other than John Dawson of Then Patio Daddio Barbecue. And we had what some would refer to as scintillating conversation about what? What? Caribouda pork. All the way back five years ago. When nobody, and I mean nobody, was using or talking about heritage breed hogs back then, except one guy maybe, Jim Minion from the Pacific Northwest, Two Loose Screws, Pitmaster, Barbecue Legend. Does anybody know who Jim Minion is? The guy that invented the Minion Method. Have you ever heard of Jim Minion? Jim Minion should be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame before any of those other people should be in. Well before you know who. Jim Minion is the way all of you start your cookers now. That's Jim Minion. Aside from the conversation that I had with John Dawson in 2014, nobody was using heritage breed hogs. Nobody was talking about the use of heritage breed hogs. Except Jim, when he was doing high-end catering, he was also using... Uh, Wagyu beef at that point as well, and nobody was using that. So, John and I chopped it up on the Kurabuda point. So make sure that you subscribe. To, now, in order to get it, you don't have to subscribe to the podcast, although I would consider it a personal favor if you would subscribe to the show on whatever device that you have, iOS, Android, or the like, whatever your podcast platform preferences, search for the show, and then subscribe. And then every Friday, well, every Wednesday, the first hour of Tuesday's show will show up. Then every Thursday, the second hour of Tuesday's show shows up. And then Friday, the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less shows up. But you do have to be subscribed in order to get that. Now, in lieu of subscribing, if you don't want to do that, if you hate phones and you are not a huge fan of technology, but you do browse the Internet from time to time, you can go to the website and find all of the archives of all of the shows ever made right there. That is the clearinghouse or the official archival of the show it is the website, the bbqcentralshow.com, and you can get it there. But you got to visit every day. If you forget to go, you could miss it. You could get way behind, and you'd never find the coolest stuff ever. So here you go. I'm offering you ways to listen to the show and get the extra content that John Solberg is creating for you from my excellence from years and years ago. <laughs> Giving you a look back. Plus, we link to that full show. So if you like the 20 minutes that you hear, 10 minutes on either side, you can get the whole two-hour show. If it was still a two-hour show back, I think it was. You can get that whole show and hear what some of the other guests might be or what I sounded like back then. Or all that fun stuff. It's fun to go back into the archives and see how the show's changed or what's remained the same even. Now, let me switch gears back to the Traeger talk as I had had with Meathead in the first hour. As he had said, there was a little bit of a... Uh, he didn't like the way that Traeger was bringing across their marketing. Said it was uh, demeaning and cheap and sophomoric, not funny. Although Meathead did admit that he is no expert in comedy. 
And I believe I'm right in the fact that they weren't, they, they had, the Traeger was setting up the whole punchline of taste like ass. But you got to mix in gas in the front to get away with ass in the back, if you know what I mean. You see what I'm saying? A <laughs> uh, shout out to Michael Quisenberry. I uh, got that sound effect in the Dropbox. There you go. How about it? That's the guy that laughed uh, when Big Mo, when Michael Quisenberry decided to have Big Mo sign his boob. Remember that when I played it? Dude took up his shirt, had both of his boobs hanging out. It was like, sign my boobs. And Big Mo's eyes were like big as saucers. He's like, uh, and he just turned to the right, started walking away. And the guy taking the video dropped this. (laughs) (laughs) Best laugh ever. Now, in order to be fair, regardless of how Meathead felt, I did ask Chad Ward to come on from Traeger during this segment at the top because I did have Rocky Stubblefield backing up. Give him the opportunity to rebut Meathead's take on their method of advertising or whatever point they were trying to get across. And I didn't get an immediate answer from Chad, but I did get one about an hour or so ago. Uh, He is not in the best cell phone coverage area. And I told him uh, uh, vacation. And that I told him I would touch base. A post show to try and set something up if he's interested. He might not have any interest in coming in. and uh, He's certainly more entitled uh, or he's certainly entitled to not come on and address anything if he doesn't want to. But I wanted to make sure that both sides had equal opportunity. Right? Rocky Stubblefield from Stubbs Barbecue coming up out of the break. Let me talk to you quickly about Southside Market and Barbecue. Established in 1882, Southside Market is the oldest barbecue joint in Texas. They've been owned and operated by the same family for three generations. Famous for the original beef sausage. I love it. If you haven't tried it, you got to get some right now. They also have authentic Central Texas barbecue that they're selling. All meats, including the prime briskets, are smoked low and slow for many hours over real Texas post oak wood. They ship via the online store at southsidemarket.com. Shipping customers can choose to order now and ship later, include a custom gift note, and mail to multiple addresses without additional shipping charges. All shipped items are vacuum sealed to ensure freshness and ease of preparation for the customer as they arrive. The meats are processed in the on-site USDA inspected facility. On-site meat markets for fresh and smoke products. Custom orders are welcome, too. You can have... Your eating desires quenched at two restaurants, Elgin, Texas, since 1882. They also have one in Bastrop, Texas, since 2014. Grocery distribution through Texas and many surrounding states. And here's the kicker. If you go to southsidemarket.com, that's southsidemarket.com, you can get 10% off your entire online order if you use promo code BBQCENTRAL. One word, lowercase, BBQCENTRAL. And again, that's 10% off the entire order, not your first order. But if you go back next week or the week after that and the week after that and the week after that, you continue to use BBQ Central, you continue to get 10% off. If you don't want to save money, that's on you. If you want to save money, that's on me. And I got you, home. BBQ Central at checkout. Save you 10%. Rocky Stubblefield coming up next. Stick around. Be right back. Giving you a monthly visit from a doctor of barbecue. A man actually named Meathead. The author of a barbecue bible. Bloggers, reviewers, competitors, and manufacturers by the dozens. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Fireboard. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. 
connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring, or you can do it via Utooth if you would. Utooth, uh, <laughs> Bluetooth, if you prefer. If you have Alexa or the Google Assistant, you're in luck because Fireboard fully integrated with both. Find out more by visiting fireboard.com or call 816-945-2232. That's 816-945-2232. The good folks over at Fireboard. All right, my next guest is the brand ambassador for one of my favorite commercially available sauces. Quite a story that goes along with the evolution of the company and the sauce itself. One that lands the founder in the Barbecue Hall of Fame this year in 2019. So let's race over to the hotline, the Fogo Charcoal Hotline. And welcome back, friend of the show, Rocky Stubblefield. Rocky, how are you, buddy? Pretty good. How are you? I am absolutely fabulous, Rocky. Appreciate you joining me here this evening. And uh, if you can believe it, Rocky, it has been seven years since you've been on the show. <laughs> so it's due for a yeah. refresh and uh, and for good reason, by the way. So. I guess before we get into uh, some of the Hall of Fame stuff and so forth, can you give us a little bit of a background on yourself and how you got involved with the Stubbs brand? Okay, well, uh, Stubbs is my granddad, so kind of grew up in the barbecue business, and now I'm actually brand ambassador for the company. So me and my brother Reggie, we just go around promoting the sauce and you know cooking barbecue for different retailers and grocery stores. You know, all around the country. So, was there a kind of my background? Was there an option for you not to do that, or did you just have a, a passion for it and wanted to stay in it? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it was always an option for me not to do it. But because uh, actually, when I actually when I was growing up, I actually wanted to be like in the electronic business. I actually did that for a little bit, but then I decided I didn't want to do that, so I went went to the family business <laughs> and been there ever since. When we talk about C.B. Stubblefield, your grandfather, um, you know, for those that aren't uh, as familiar, uh, can you give us kind of a, a thumbnail on what C.B.'s like, uh, what you remember uh, when you were growing up and kind of being around him and, and what kind of a person he was like? Oh, well, he was a great person. Really growing up, you know, he was so tall. So to me, he was just like a giant. <laughs> and uh, I just remember him always coming home with trays of barbecue because he, he spent most of his time at the restaurant so he was you know leaving early coming home late you know that's how it is when you when you got a restaurant you got to spend all your time there if you want it to do well and originally uh you know it's not like he got out of school and then opened up a barbecue business he went into the military first correct yeah he was in the military he was actually a cook in the military and uh that's where he uh you know honed his cooking skills and actually you know he had some stories where he's uh cooking chili like on the tailpipe of a tank uh you know <laughs> just doing all kind of the crazy stuff uh cooking chili on the on the on the pipe and uh his love of music he was actually playing music for soldiers out there so he's always been with food and music rocky stubblefield joining me here on the show uh, so when he gets out of the military, is he immediately deciding that, hey, I, I want to keep cooking or I want to get into the restaurant business? Or did he try something else before the passion of cooking kind of took over and he said, hey, let's do a restaurant? Yeah, he, he uh, you know, he kind of studied barbecue for a little bit, worked under some other uh, cooks. But, you know, that was his goal was for him to have his own place and. You know, in 1968, that's when his original restaurant started in Lubbock, Texas. When does the, obviously, barbecue lends itself to sauce and, you know, all that stuff. But at what point does he decide that, because a lot of people will tell you, I mean, a lot of people tell me, I think I make a pretty good homemade barbecue sauce and people will eat it and go, oh, you get something you got to get on the shelf. How does that part of the business grow for him or how does he get involved into the initial part of selling stuff? Uh, no, really, it, it it was came down to uh, needing money. You know, his restaurants wasn't doing that good, and he, you know he needed to make some money. And uh, all his friends thought his sauce was so good that he should try to sell it, and uh, that's what he did. You know, he started selling it out of the back of his Cadillac. You know, just going around at like little flea markets, uh, trying to get in different grocery stores if he could, and you know it just took off from there. So really, uh, just some encouragement from friends and family. Do you know how long ago that was, by chance? 
I uh, started selling the sauces in the early 90s. So 1990, 91 is when he actually started. Uh, well, a little bit before, like 80, 88, 89 is when he was like selling himself. But when we actually got into stores, it was the 90s, 91. Do you think that he would have been, I'm asking you to speculate, of course, but I mean, if we were in, well, we are in 2019, if he decided now that like to bring the sauce out, do you think given how crowded the market is right now? And it seems like, uh, you know, in 89, I don't know if you could go down any grocery store aisle and find more than a few options in barbecue sauce. Now you go down and you have rubs and sauces and marinades. It might take up a whole aisle in a, in a grocery store. I know it is here in Cleveland for me. Do you think he would be interested in, in trying to do that now, given the the saturation of the market? I think he still would have did it, but I mean, it, it, it is a lot harder now because, like you said, it that barbecue owl is just so crowded and there's so many different sauces out there, you know. So, But I still think he would have did it because, uh, you know, that was his passion, feeding people. And, you know, he always said, I want to feed the world. So he wanted people to try his sauce. So he would have still done it. Originally, was it just you guys and then there was a, a relationship with McCormick's after the fact or were you guys always together? No, no. Originally, it was just just Stubbs Company. Uh, McCormick didn't come around until 2015. And is that just a business partnership, like to, to take it to the next level, if you will? I mean, everybody knows McCormick's, of course. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, McCormick actually... Uh, bought the company in 2015 you know when he first started out he had a lot of investors that helped you know help him get started so by mccormick coming in and uh buying the company that was able to pay back all our investors you know the money that they put into the company for them to get something out of it and to help take us to the next level because you know we kind of got to where we were just you know staying at one level so trying to, to do more is you know it's a good thing so as a consumer of Stubbs products, as I am, I have noticed that there have been some changes to the product line. For instance, my favorite Stubbs sauce of all time, which was had the little green uh, wrapper on it, and it was labeled mild when it was available, doesn't seem to be around any longer. Uh, has the label changed and it's something else, or is it really gone? No, mild is gone. Actually, mild was gone before McCormick. <laughs> really, it's been gone for a while. So yeah. I, I just uh, keep looking every week. I'm at the uh, grocery store. I'm like, damn it, it's still not here. <laughs> was I the only one yeah, buying mild. it or what? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You missed it. <laughs> yeah, mild's been gone for uh, probably over ten years. <laughs> it's uh, and mild really is just original with less pepper. That 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 was the only difference between mild and original. It just had a little bit less pepper. Uh, all right, so what are the most popular flavor? Like, I mean, can you look at the charts and say, okay, well, it's uh, original or sweet heat, or I mean, what's the most popular sauce right now in the Stubbs line? Uh, original, original is the most popular by far hmm. compared to any of them. Then uh, the next closest would be like spicy and our sticky sweet, uh, and then it just kind of goes down from there. Rocky Stubblefield joining me here on the show. If you want to visit the website, by the way, uh, Stubbs, S-T-U-B-B-S, StubbsBBQ.com. You can follow him at Sauce on social media as well. Do you know any barbecue teams or grilling teams that actively use Stubbs products? Just a curiosity question. Yeah, there are actually quite a few teams. We uh, yeah. we sponsor a lot of teams by just giving them sauce to compete with. Uh uh, Great White Barbecue is one of them. Uh, uh, let me think of some of the other ones. Is it a lot of Texas-based uh, teams, or it doesn't matter? It's all over the country. No, 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 it's all over the country. Yeah, if uh, I usually, you know, go out and if I see some teams if they're using our product, I'll say, well, just you know, contact me and I'll I'll give you a case, you know, to compete with, you know, because that that helps us by by them going out and you know promoting it for us. So we had talked about how competitive the market is a couple minutes ago. How does the Stubbs line try to to continue to stand out from you know what is kind of a, a crowded market segment? How do you attack that? Uh, really by sticking to who we are, uh, doing it the way uh, my granddad wanted it to be done, and you know uh, keeping that Texas style, and uh, you know 
going out and promoting it, doing what me and my brother Reggie do, just going across the country and getting it in people's mouth. You know, that's the way we think is if we can get somebody to taste it, you know, then, you know, then we got a customer. How big are you guys compared to, you know, like a sweet baby raise? I mean, obviously you talk about like Casey Mass or Pizza Craft or, you know, that crap. I mean, that's it's widely available everywhere. But when you start to look at sauces that people actually like and think that taste good, uh, Stubbs is one that comes right off the top of my head, at least here in the in the live fire sector. Sweet Baby Ray's is one that people talk about. How big are you guys? Well, Stubbs is the number one premium brand uh, in the country. And, in, mm-hmm. I mean, you could say in the world, you know, Sweet Baby Ray's is number one overall. Uh, but as far as when it comes to being a premium sauce, uh, Stubbs is number one. What is, uh, like, how do you delineate premium sauce from not? Uh, really by, you know, how you say, like, like we say, like craft beers, people, you know, that are crafted or using higher ingredients, mm-hmm. you know, better quality ingredients than some of the other products out there. You know, we're, uh, we're in glass, you know, so most of the higher end barbecue sauces are in glass cause they're, you know, they're actually cooked and then the bottles filled. So we just, you know, when you like go to the gas station, you got your unleaded, your premium and your super. Yep. So. <laughs> So let's transition a little bit into the Hall of Fame talk here. And I have, on this show, followed the Barbecue Hall of Fame for a number of years for various reasons. And this year, when the list of, uh, let's call it the nine potential names were released, uh, three of those would make up the class of 2019. C.B. Stubblefield was on it. Did you or anybody at Stubbs have any visibility on this Barbecue Hall of Fame before 2019? No, I didn't. Not at all. <laughs> really? I, uh, I actually didn't even know he was nominated until one oh. of the teams that we sponsored. Uh, it was actually Tommy Harold. He he sent me a message and saying that uh, you know Stubbs was uh, nominated. Wow. You know? So when you, I mean that's uh, that's both uh, hilarious and and sad to me all at once for a number of reasons <laughs> that uh, you have no interest in. But when you uh, so y- you get to the nine and then. Uh, that list is sent out to the active Hall of Fame membership, and then the nominating committee also gets a vote on that. And basically the top three of those nine make up the 2019 Barbecue Hall of Fame class. When you get the eventual call or whoever gets it saying that your grandfather is making it into the 2019 Barbecue Hall of Fame, uh, like what kind of a reaction does that elicit from you and maybe some of the immediate family and, and the business folks? I mean, does it even register? Oh yeah. I mean, it, it was an honor. I know just, I mean, to be nominated, is just an honor to be recognized, you know, in a, uh, you know, barbecue is so big now. So, you know, to get that recognition was great. You know, we were actually, uh, at the restaurant in Austin listening to the, to your show, uh, when it was you really? know, getting ready to be announced. Yeah. Yes! That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so you know about this show. I mean, F the Hall of Fame, right? I mean, who even knows about that? <laughs> now, yeah, everybody uh, knows you. So everybody was, uh, you, you hear the name, and, and it's, it's pretty, I mean, for what it is, I mean, it's a pretty big deal for you guys, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a great deal. It's a great honor, you know, to be, uh, you know, be in the Hall of Fame and to be up there with all the barbecue greats, you know. Do, do you have more, any more you can ask for? Do you have any thoughts, or I mean, do you know the other two guys, Wayne Monk from uh, Lexington Barbecue over in North Carolina, and then of course uh, John Bishop, uh, Big Daddy over at Dreamland? Yeah, uh, Dreamland, I'd heard of. I, I hadn't heard of uh, Wayne. I hadn't heard of him before, but uh, I've heard of Dreamland. Yeah. Have you ever been to Dreamland? No, I've never been to one, but I'm actually in North Carolina right now. So. <laughs> oh, so you, maybe you'll uh, maybe you'll head over to to uh, yeah. Wayne Monk's place and get some pork barbecue. Like, will you eat pork barbecue, or are you uh, really like strong Texas? No, no, I eat pork. I am strong Texas, but you know, I, I do some pulled pork every now and then. So after you get the uh, announcement, uh, or after you hear the announcement that uh, Stubbs makes it in. Um, I mean, do you guys see over the you know the next handful of weeks because it's been you know a month or or however long it's been since the announcement? I mean, do you see any appreciable uptick in sales in the restaurants or for the sauce or increase 
in requests to do media aside from this show uh, because of the announcement or no? Uh, a little bit, not, not much right now, but, uh, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, people reaching out saying congratulations and all that stuff. But I mean, there was a lot of that, but, uh, we're in the media a lot, so I couldn't really gauge mm. how much difference it was. So yeah, you're not seeing any, like said, uh, major gains and uh, gross revenues or anything like that from the <laughs> announcement date until now, right? Yeah, well, no, actually, the bar- barbecue and the whole category is kind of leveled off right now. It's kind of the the weather affecting everybody all around. There's so much rain mm-hmm. everywhere, so no doubt people aren't grilling as much. <laughs> but so, does anybody it'll, it'll, from does anybody from the Stubbs um, uh, family or business uh, plan to go to the ceremony at the American Royal in September? Then? Oh yeah, we'll we'll be there. Me and my brother Reggie will be there, and I'm pretty sure there'll be some other people joining us up there. Yeah, uh, we're we're ready to go up there and uh, celebrate the being inducted to the Hall of Fame. Who's going to be tasked with the speech giving? That's probably going to be my job. <laughs> oh yeah. So are you like uh, yeah. feverishly penning out the the speech? I've been thinking about it. I hadn't wrote anything down yet, but I've been you know, thinking what I have to say. Are you a comfortable public speaker? Uh, I do it a lot, but I wouldn't say I'm comfortable. <laughs> but it's, that's part of my job, though, going around representing stuff. Uh, is there a pinnacle moment uh, that you would guess would be something that your grandfather would look back and say, you know, of all the time that I've been involved with barbecue through the restaurant, through getting sauces to market and, and getting to a certain point, uh, maybe TV show appearance, whatever the case may be. Is there one thing that your grandfather would say, this was the best thing that's happened during my barbecue journey? Uh, hmm, that's a good question. Um, I would just, to me, it would be just the growth of the company and, and how available it is, you know, cause that that's the one thing he wanted. He wanted people to taste his food. So for it to be in as many places as it is now, I think that's the one thing that he would be most proud about. Because you know he would always say, uh, "I want to feed the world." So you know, for his sauce to be as many places as it is in the U.S. and overseas, you know, I think that would be the ideal thing for him for for that to be everywhere for everybody to taste his sauce. I think the coolest thing from a consumer's perspective because i think sometimes you know a company can get big or successful you kind of lose track of who the owner is or the guy that created all this might get kind of lost in the background given the success but you see him on the david letterman show it was you know early 90s or whenever it was and he's doing the ribs with uh david letterman paul Schaefer. and it was it just he was he seemed so magnetic and charismatic and as you said was just so interested in trying to let everybody taste what he's making. I mean, that that was a, a great appearance. Is that something they ever talked about? Uh, a little bit, yeah. You know, actually, when he filmed that, it, it was it was uh, when I was actually in high school when when he filmed that show. So, yeah, yeah, he loved doing that, and like I said, being able to feed people that that was that was his main thing. As long as he could cook for people. Uh, Rocky, where are you going to be out, like promoting, or uh, going to be like setting up to promote the brand and the stub stuff? Well, right now we're in North Carolina. We're actually uh, heading out to uh, Harris Teeters uh, on Thursday, promoting. Uh, actually, just at their offices. We're going to be cooking for their offices, so we'll be in North Carolina for a few days. Then I'll head back to Texas, and we'll be doing some stuff in Texas after that. So. All right, well, Rocky, everybody, you can see the the Stubbs trailer run, rolling down the road. I twenty, nice. <laughs> nice Stubbs trailer, like it. Uh, Rocky Stubblefield, the brand ambassador for uh, all the Stubbs barbecue products. There, StubbsBBQ.com, the website, and you can pretty much find their products in any store that you go to. Uh, Rocky, thanks for coming on again tonight and giving us a little insight to your grandfather and, of course, the the quick history again on the company. Appreciate it. No, no problem. Thanks for having me. You got it. There he is. The brand ambassador for Stubbs Barbecue, Rocky Stubblefield. 
catching us up after a seven-year hiatus. And I can't believe it's been seven years. 2012 was the last time uh, Rocky was on. Why is that? Stop that. And he appears via the Fogo charcoal hotline. Has anybody seen the... I mean, I don't know why you would if you're not looking for it, but doing due diligence for the show uh, leads me to YouTube quite a bit. And if you haven't seen the Stubbs David Letterman appearance, I mean, that's pretty cool. If you've never seen CB Stubblefield at work doing his thing, that's uh, it's a pretty cool segment. And as Rocky said, he's a pretty tall dude, by the way. Pretty tall. All-Star Game Update, American League 4, National League 1, and Handy is on the mound. Uh Watch out for the Handy. It's tough. He will get you out. He will get you out. The Handyman can. All right, that was Rocky Stubblefield. We have uh, open rest of the way to go, so if you want to jump in, more than happy to have you here, 216-220-0966. You can also email the show if you would like, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Anything you want to talk about, we can do it. I'll talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue. Their curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies gets you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Everything at Big Papa Smokers has been Pitmaster approved by Sterling Big Papa Ball himself, from the award-winning rubs and sauces to the American-made grills and smokers. Big Papa's has something for everybody to become a better outdoor cook. They have those fabulous rubs and seasonings, 13 actually in total. Sweet Money Cattle Prod, Cash Cow, just a few to mention, plenty of other ones. They also have a great relationship with Steph Franklin and the gang over at Simply Marvelous Barbecue. They form the West Coast offense when you put them together. They own Granny's Barbecue Sauce. So if you're looking for a a new go-to sauce, that might be one you want to try. And aside from the premium selection of rubs and sauces, they have a great selection of grills, right? Looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use? Check out that Mac 2-Star General Pellet Grill. If you're not a fan of pellet cookers, the Old Hickory Ace BP is the one you might want to try only charcoal cooker, the Big Papa Trust on his competition trailer, and plenty more to choose from. Have any questions, give him a call. 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. You can shop their website at bigpapasmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A. Big Papa Smokers. Plural. Dot com. All right, we are back right after this to close out the show. Again, if you want to jump in, 216-220-0966. Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show right here on the Barbecue Central Network. incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield. Are you a barbecue competitor? Are you taking place in barbecue competitions, regardless of sanctioning by. If you're not signed up for the Smoke with Smithfield National Barbecue Championship, what are you waiting for? 
Registration after tax is free. So sign up today. Smokingwithsmithfield.com for all the details. Now if you're already signed up and you want to see where you rank against all competitive barbecue cooks from across the country, again, regardless of sanctioning body, all you have to do is go over to SmokingWithSmithfield.com to check out your rank on the Smoking with Smithfield National Barbecue Championship leaderboard. As a matter of fact, let's see how accurate that is by going to the leaderboard. Uh, this week in competitive barbecue, view standings, yes, we will do that. Let's see how many, uh, see full standing. Do I want to see full standings? Why not? See how many teams are uh, 177 pages. Yikes. Hmm. Oh. All right, let's go to team. Okay, so it looks like after review, 1,765 teams are signed up for the Smithfield National Barbecue Championship. Uh, at 100, oh, I'm sorry, at 1,765, we have a one, two, three, four, five, six-way tie for DAL to include D&D Barbecue, Rudy Saines, Rudy Reyna, Benny Alfin, Melvin McKeel, and Nakia White Red, White, and Brew Barbecue. Those are your currently last place finishers, all with 160 points. Uh, the gap from last to second to last, a whopping four points, which finds a 1,760 rank, 164 points for Gary Chenault or Chenault, whatever you like. Leading the National Barbecue Championship. And no surprise, they've had a good couple years. Boomerang Barbecue. about that? Chris Hatcher is next. Jason Sagmiller is third. Lee Hickle is fourth. Getting basted is fifth. Pig Chicka Cow Cow is sixth. Fred Robles is seventh. Eighth place, Bunch of Swines. Ninth place, Adam Gotro and Cajun Blaze Barbecue. And rounding out the top ten, Gil, Gil, Gil Martinez Jr., so, there you have your National Barbecue Championship rank brought to you by Smithfield. Again, you need to sign up if you're a competitor. It's free. Smokewithsmithfield.com. How about that? Uh, here's how you get in touch with the show. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. On the Twitter and Instagram, at BBQCentralShow. According to ABC15.com, Hungry Thief steals wood chips, blender, and brisket from a Glendale Walmart. Uh, time, uh, time, what do they call that? Uh, ugh, damn it. How do they start out newscast? Uh, location point, whatever. Glendale, Arizona. A hungry thief stole smoker wood chips, a blender, and beef brisket from a Glendale Walmart store. Glendale police report that last week they responded to the Walmart store near 59th Street and Northern Avenues for a shoplifting call. Store security reportedly told police that 30-year-old Justin Jacob Snyder was seen removing a security device from a KitchenAid blender. Now, if it's that stand blender, I don't know if blender and mixer are two different things. If, you know, like barbecue and grilling, are we going to get into a big fight over verbiage on blender or mixer? That's what I want to know. Dateline, yes. Dateline, Glendale, Arizona. Jeez Louise. It's like this is my first time ever doing this. I'm usually reporting from the breaking news desk. That's why I didn't do Dateline. So, do we agree that 
I, I well, I want to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. KitchenAid blender is like a tube with the tines on the bottom, make a lot of noise. But the the KitchenAid stand mixer is badass. I mean, that thing's like what three hundred bucks. You can maybe get it on sale at QVC for two fifty with some attachments. But it's robust to say the least. They have a meat grinding adapter for the KitchenAid mixer stand mixer, but maybe not the blender. I'm going with stand mixer. I'm changing the news story. Fake news. Security reportedly told police that 30-year-old Justin Jacob Snyder was seen removing security device from a KitchenAid stand mixer. Man's game, Justin. He then, if that wasn't enough, he then allegedly tried to leave the store with the blender, number one, smoker, wood chips, and a beef brisket. Court records show that Snyder did seven years in prison for a drive-by shooting in 2007. Look out! Look out! Look out! Snyder has been charged with shoplifting, which if we're keeping score, drive-by shooting, shoplifting, as we've seen previously, getting convicted in a uh, some type of drive-by shooting, I don't know if he was the passenger or if he was the one actively shooting. It would seem to me that if you're pulling the trigger in the drive-by, you might get more than seven years unless the guy you were trying to take out is like a really big POS. So, may, Or maybe he was just sitting in the back seat like, hey, Justin Jacob Snyder, get in the car, man. We're going to go get ice ice cream cones at the Tasty Freeze. Okay, man. I'll jump in. Yeah. So then he jumps in. He has his buck 75 for the Tasty Freeze. He's going to go crazy. Get twist cone in a sugar cone. Get a twist ice cream in a sugar cone. He's going nuts. Buck 75. Book it. Hey, Tasty Freeze is the other way, man. Don't worry, Justin Jacob Snyder. We just got to take care of a piece of business. What's that? Hey, there's Timmy in the parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, the police caught up to us at the Tasty Freeze. All right, boys, we're all going in. We ID'd you. You are bad drive-by shooters. Take the next year, take the next seven years in jail, Justin Jacob Snyder, and think about what a bad boy you were. What a bad boy I was. I just wanted to go to the Tasty Freeze and get a twist cone. I had a buck seventy-five. We'll take the one and the five out, and that's how many years in jail you're doing. <laughs> Sorry, Justin Jacob Snyder. You're going to jail now. You are going to jail. Well, it's a shame. But it just goes to show you, too, that the price of brisket is worth stealing about. Or is worth stealing for. Come on. Really? Also, according to BuzzFeed.inc, 16 what-the-f moments in food history that are creepy, weird, or both. And this is across the globe, by the way. Number one, in Finland, there's a Burger King with a built-in sauna where you can bring your food in and eat it in the nude. Uh Yeah, sure. I mean, if it's the one thing I've been waiting for, it's to eat fast food. I mean, I always feel kind of dirty if I have to go eat fast food. Like, there's roughly a billion other options that are better for you. Not as convenient as fast food. That's why they call it fast food. I want to hide in my car and eat it. I will only go inside and eat under protest. Like if the kids want to and they just want to not be in the car under protest. I have no idea what would inspire anybody to put a sauna in a Burger King where you're going to take that food in a sauna. 
Come on, man. John Dawson, nude BQ. Right. Thank you. That guy likes it. Is the rule no fish and no onions? Because the first bag that brings onions or extra onions or a fish sandwich into the sauna has ruined the sauna for life. Those smells and oils are racing into that wet wooden wall where they will live forever. Gross. I'm not going to take part in the nude fast food eating in Finland. I'm not. Not everybody in Finland can be beautiful and in shape, especially if you're eating at Burger King. I'm not saying that everybody that eats at Burger King is fat and ugly. Fat! But I'm also not not saying that. Not not tacos. Number two on the list, on June 17th, 1994, remember this? In the midst of the infamous O.J. Simpson Bronco chase, Domino's Pizza had their busiest day on record. Up until that point, rivaling a typical Super Bowl Sunday. People were so enthralled by the bizarre nature of what was happening on television, they didn't want to miss a moment, so instead of going out to dinner or making it, many ordered pizza. OJBQ. <laughs> Can everything be a BQ now? Sous vide BQ, OJBQ, nude BQ. I think I saw some other BQ in the chat room covering something else. I forget. Man, I didn't watch one second of the famous OJ slow speed Bronco chase because I was in college and I was uptown. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? I'll check that on the highlights. Around 3 a.m. when I roll back in, literally. Third on the list, there's a snake village in Hanoi, Vietnam, where you can order Cobra blood wine. Cobra blood wine? Blood wine BQ. (laughs) Everything's going to be BQ, right? (laughs) Hunk BQ, Hunk Patrol BQ. It consists of a waiter taking a live cobra... Killing it on the spot, Uh draining its blood and heart into a shot of rice wine. Isn't that sake? Sake is rice wine, right? Hmm. Well, that seems to be not so good for the cobra population. Too bad for the cobra. How much does that cost, by the way? How much does it cost? I want to know. How much does it cost for the server to reach into the cobra basket Produce one. Show me that it's alive because I want to make sure that you're not going to F up the handling and it's going to wind up on my lap. And then kill it on the spot. Draining the blood and heart. And heart. There's blood in the heart. Into a shot. Shot? Where I come from, a shot is one ounce. That's gross. It's really gross. Number four. Also, I'm... for. There is so little chance that I will go, you know, very far in this country. There's like 0% chance I will go to England. So there is whatever less than a 0% chance is that I'm going to Hanoi, Vietnam. If Lieutenant Dan is going to be there, I might be there. But if Lieutenant Dan isn't going to be there, I'm damn sure not going to be there. Number four on the list, a man was making repairs to an industrialized steam cooker when his co-workers unknowingly loaded 12,000 pounds of tuna and turned it on. The man was cooked to death. Uh What? Damn, D. That's brutality in its finest right there. Hey, man, the uh, industrial steam cooker is not working. I got to go make some repairs. Yo, don't forget about me, dudes. Leave that 12,000 pounds of tuna where it is. Where's Timmy? I don't know. Meanwhile, there's like clanking going. Just load the six tons of tuna in there. We'll be back. Flip it on. Where's Timmy? Baked. Not that way. Cooked to death. Ugh. 
Number five on the list because it's funny. A 22-year-old man named Ronald McDonald (laughs) was arrested after attempting to steal a safe from a Wendy's restaurant where he was an employee. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Wendy's. My name's Ronald McDonald. (laughs) And I'll steal your shit. (laughs) I will steal from you. I will do that. Ronald McDonald BQ. I did it. I mixed that shit in. I did it. All right. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com if you want to jump in. If you missed it in the top of the second hour, the uh, 2019 version of the Hartville Hardware Grill Fest will be taking place. That is September 20... <laughs> 21st. Hold on. I'm going to tell you right here, okay? Just bear with me. We're going off the cuff. I say that with peace and love, by the way. Uh, September... Yeah. 21st. So if you're going to be around the Hartville Hardware... Uh, the Hartville, Ohio area, you might want to stop in. They'll have lots of great samples. DivaQ will be doing live demos. Somebody else from Big Green Egg will be there that I've never heard of, and the Weber person is yet to be named. However, all day long, I will be your master of ceremonies, making witty rapier wit jokes, interacting with the crowd, little give and take. Might do a little comic relief, little impromptu, like make fun of the people in the first row, like they didn't know they were coming to the comedy show, all that fun stuff. Uh, that is September 21st at Hartville Hardware in Hartville, Ohio. Come on. You know you want it. Stick around. We'll wrap the show. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. All right, there it is. Quick check. See if we are up to speed here. Yeah, we're good. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap this bad boy up all the way in the first hour. We had two segments with Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. Broke down the... 2019 Traeger incident, according to Meathead, saying propane has no taste. Going after people that use propane is beneath their dignity. No reaction from Chad Ward at the top of the second hour, but he's on vacation, so I will see if they care to offer one up next week. In the second hour, we talked with the brand ambassador for Stubbs Barbecue, Rocky Stubblefield, grandson of C.B. Stubblefield, who was inducted into the 2019 Barbecue Hall of Fame. By the way, I don't know if you heard about it, but he had no idea that there was a Barbecue Hall of Fame. Anybody hear about that? We learned about it when we were listening to your show for the announcement. Who said that? (laughs) Come on, Hall of Fame. Uh, StubbsBBQ.com That's StubbsBBQ.com They're in North Carolina for a couple days And then heading back down to Texas That was Rocky Stubblefield And then we shared some weird food stories To close it out How about that? Alright 216 uh, 216 Big show planned for you next week Let me tease you Dion Blumenraider comes back with a quarterly barbecue sauce business update. Stephen Reichlin set to come back in. Of course, Robin Lindars will be coming in and making her triumphant return back to the Barbecue Central Show Jungle, the pitmaster of Sugar's Barbecue, Leanne Oxley. Jammed. September 11th, 2001. I will never forget until we... Join again at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time next Tuesday. This is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.
This is Meat Mitch, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Fuck! <laughs> 